Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Which Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? What a wonderful day we're having outside today. I know that's not good podcasting, but what a beaut, huh? Oh, my God. And it actually it makes me be in a better mood. I'm one of those people that the weather affects my mood. I know that it shouldn't, but it does. So You have seasonal affective, dis- affective disorder? Yeah, I don't like to or put a sad. real... I don't like to put a real you know, label on it, Ryan, but yeah, yeah that's pretty much what I have. Um, also, it's been a week since Avengers Infinity War, at least a week since our episode came out, and there's been a bunch of uh, new... Revelations, I would say. And yeah, yeah. I, I think the best way to do it, because I think everybody's already seen it by now, but just to get another uh, YouTube video going, we have not had one in a while, I think we should probably record a YouTube video where we attack some of the things, some of the follow-up thoughts we have on Infinity War and all of that. So when that comes out, we will tweet that out, or you can uh, subscribe on YouTube.com slash Podcast. How does that sound? Let's do that tonight. Yes, I like that. Now... That could also be right now, depending on when you're listening to the depending podcast. Again. But for the purposes of us figuring it out, I like that. I say we, I say we do that tonight. There's a lot to get to, including uh, some of the questions we had from last week. We got a lot of people following up, answering some of those questions and things like that. So I think, I some, think we we have we have incurred some we had some real cranky pants in our in our in our uh, hive. Uh, yeah. Oh well, there. Well, that was not about Infinity War, but some people are really upset with you specifically. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. That's neither here nor there. Should we just should we move on with what we normally do at the beginning of the podcast? Please, let's do that. This week in well, this past weekend, in fact, Saturday was free comic book day. Hopefully, everybody out there was able to uh, support their local comic book shop. And speaking of that, if you are a local comic book shop and would like to support us, we are always open for business. But hey, we yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, I grabbed a few things, uh, including uh, Barrier Number 1 by Brian K. Vaughn, who does Saga and Why the Last Man and Ex Machina. He's one of the, he's probably one of the five best writers, not just right now, but I mean, he's on the short list, I think, of all time. Like, his catalog is off the charts. Yeah, and it's like sneaky good. It's like stuff that it's kind of on the fringe. It's not anything like mainstream. Like you would, I mean, for comic book people, obviously, like Saga and Why the Last Man are yeah. like pe- like people who are casual comic book fans that you probably wouldn't have heard of. Yeah, like he's dipped into like some you know mainstream characters like Marvel and DC, but his yep. best stuff is like his own. And so, like again, Why the Last Man? They're going to make into a show. Ex Machina. It's not Ex Machina like the movie. It's a different. It's a different thing. But it's it's really good. I, I like that too. 
Uh, but this one's Barrier, and he's writing it with Marcos Martin, who he's worked with before. Like, half of it was in Spanish, and so I had to dust off the old Espanol from high school. <laughs> and that was not great. But, uh, that was not great. Pretty cool. And then so they had some other stuff, too. So hopefully you were able to get some good uh, comic book stuff last Saturday. Now, while, while we were recording last week's episode, Ant-Man and the Wasp's uh, latest trailer came out. What did you think of that bad boy? Uh, it was a little goofy, I thought. Yeah. But, you know, I think uh, after what we would just put ourselves through, I think a little levity is in order. I do, too. Now, I'm curious, uh, and, and we're going to be doing highest-grossing movies of all time coming up. And when you look at the MCU, I forget exactly where Ant-Man ranks, but it's pretty much towards the bottom. It's like Hulk and that one and maybe another yeah. one like are dead last. Based off of this year alone, we've seen Black Panther set all kinds of records. Infinity War is on its way to setting records. Where do you think Ant-Man and the Wasp, like especially with all the, the, the buzz... Very much pun intended. Well, I guess hey, ants, hey. ants don't really buzz, but wasps maybe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how do you think this is going to do box office wise? I think it'll do fine. Um, I think it's the only thing. It's the only game in town when it comes yeah. out. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not completely blown away by what I've seen. Um, no, but I do nice think it's see. important. Like it's. Oh, got, yeah. It yeah. takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War, and it'll help right. explain where Ant Man and the Wasp are because. I guess minor spoiler, they're not in Infinity War. So that'll help. Plus, with all the, the Pym Particle stuff and the Interdimension stuff with Janet Van Dyme, like, I think this is going to be pretty important for Infinity War or uh, Avengers 4. Like, I think th- th- you're going to need to see this to see that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you're going to need to, yeah. And I think this is, you know, I probably, like I said, a nice little bridge between yeah. the two of them. But then you get what's next after that. Captain is Marvel. What? Captain Marvel what? next March. Captain Marvel's the next one. So, like, you need to – There's there has to be some tie-in with both of those movies, right? Yeah. You have to figure. I, w- I would say so. Uh, in the uh, You Can't Watch Everything department, Cloak and Dagger will be out June 7th on Freeform. And wait for it, Ryan. This is in the MCU. Come on. It is, well, it is. This is – this is very so much. Are they going to like? Are they just going to mention the incident like they do in all the other shows? They may not even do that. They're just going to tell you that it's in the MCU so they can get more viewers. I don't yeah. know, uh, but you know, if you do watch the show, let us know at Dork Podcast and Dork Podcast at Gmail if it's something worth watching. Uh, there's a new Deadpool two poster. Looks pretty fun. Looks pretty good. It's, yeah, the more I see it, and this is one of those ones. The more I see of Ant Man, I'm like, eh. And the more I see a Deadpool, I'm like, okay, we, mm-hmm. we're getting it right. We're doing it right. I'm excited. So that's uh, May 18th. That'll be our next movie standalone. And they're going to be coming fast and furious because we have Deadpool oh, yeah. 2. We have Solo. We have Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's, there's a lot going on here this uh, this dork summer. Uh, isn't there we, always a lot going on? Yeah, there, that's right. Uh, Luke Cage Season 2 comes out June 22nd, whether you like it or not. And they, cool. had, a, they had a new trailer out. They got a new villain there who who can punch Luke Cage in the face and Luke Cage gets hurt. Yeah, neato. I feel like we're. I feel like this is going to be another slog. I think so too. Uh, well, they maybe. Do you think they might have fixed it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Iron Fist is confirmed for this, right? Uh, I right, yeah. I think I read that he was in it, but he's yeah. not in the trailer. I think he's confirmed. I, I think I saw like set photos with them on like together. He's not in the Ray trailer. Shout out, Big Boss Man pick of the pod. <laughs> Ryan, let me ask you this. Yeah. Right now, gun to your head, gun to your dick, Luke Cage Season 2, 
Are we going to be doing a standalone episode of that? Yes, we are. Okay. All right. That was a quick answer. Only because around like June, around right at the end of June, uh, we're going to get a lot of uh, we're, we're going to have shot our load in, in terms of <laughs> movies, and we're going to need some content. So that's true. I mean, we do one, we do at least one episode a week, so we got to do fifty-two episodes a year. So yeah, Luke Cage season two probably. If we're slow, like in the middle of July when there's nothing going on, we'll do a Luke Cage. Yeah, you're right. Hey, so the Teen Titans Go to the Movies trailer is out. This movie looks funny. Like, this is obviously like a kid's movie. Like, a lot of kids are really into that Teen Titans show. I know my nephew really likes it. And it's pretty good. Like, for a DC show, like, well, DC movies the on the animated side do pretty well. This is already a show with a solid kind of audience and fan base behind it. And they're pretty, like, self-deprecating. Like, there's a great scene. So the trailer, the Teen Titans... They're trying to be taken more seriously by the Justice League, so they say they need a villain, and they come, aco- uh, come across Deathstroke, and like the first thing they say to him is like, hey, Deadpool? He's like, no, I'm not Deadpool. He's like, yeah, you're Deadpool. <laughs> He's like, no, I, I actually came out before Deadpool. <laughs> it's like, so it's pretty, I think it's going to be good. I don't know if I'm going to see it in the theater, but I think this could be pretty promising. Yeah, and, and again, it's nice to see D- DC not take itself too seriously. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of the big knock on them, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it's oh, too sure. serious? But, yes. Uh, so it's nice to see a little bit of that from them. I uh, I'll watch this, like when this one comes out on uh, you know direct on demand or whatever. I'll I'll watch it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to the theater to see this one. No, there's too many. We got to, we get too much on our plate here. We got too much too much going on. How about this? I don't know if there's a lot of information or all the information is known on this just yet. But DC this past week teased out something called the Ultimate DC Membership. And part of it is they're going to be streaming shows exclusive to this DC membership, so this this site they're going to have. And the shows are going to include Titans, Young Justice, Harley Quinn, Swamp Thing. Now, they didn't get into the details, but I believe it's going to be a lot more than that. And they kept urging, like, like this is the, the best thing for DC fans and blah, 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 blah. I'm wondering, Ryan, because I think Marvel has something similar to this. You think they're going to open it up where if you get this membership and you pay for it, you get the shows, sort of like Netflix, but I'm hoping you'll also get access to some of the, the comic catalog, and you can go back and read old comics is what I'm hoping. Well, that would, yeah, I mean, that would be, that would make it worth it, you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. I, I feel like, just the know, shows, I don't want to watch no, a Young off. Justice show. You know, no. I'm intrigued by Swamp Thing, but I don't yeah, think I would too. watch like a, like a Young Justice or like Titans show. No, you know? and like... Yeah, it's weird. Like, if they were able to take all of the shows off of the CW, which that's not going to happen, but if they right. did, I feel like they would have more. Like, that's like four or five shows. Like, they could they could have something there. But if you could say, hey, you can go back and, like, flip through all the comics, like, that would be pretty cool. Like, basically, like, the WWE yeah. Network, but for DC stuff, that would be kind of cool, I think. And I think that's kind of where things are going, too. Like, Disney's coming out with their own streaming service, and they already talked about pulling all of their Marvel stuff off of Netflix and yeah. Hulu and all that stuff. So I think more of that is coming. I think DC is just trying to keep up right now. Like, wouldn't that be but cool, they don't too? Have the like, yeah, they don't have the content yet. But imagine if they, and I don't know who owns everything, but if you just had the rights of every DC thing ever, like if you had the Batman the Animated Series, if you had the whole thing on there, but then you also had, like, the Nolan Batman trilogy, you had right. the Burton movie, like anything that was Superman or Batman ever it was on this thing, all of a sudden it might be worth it. Yeah, even like you said, if you had access to like digital comics, which gave you like graphic novels and stuff, like I would awesome. be all about that. Oh yeah, it'd be sick. So 
Well, as we get more information on that, we'll, we can look into that, see if that's worthwhile. Uh, we talked about Westworld is back, and they've had a couple, actually three episodes into season two, and it was already announced they're getting a season three. That's probably fine. It's probably, I'm, cool, I'm cool with that. That's okay. Going in the right direction. Now, if you want to get sad, Ryan, you should watch a show called 13 Reasons Why. It was one of my pick of the pods a while ago. And they were coming back with a season two. It's a Netflix-only show. And season two is going to be released on May 18th. And if any of you watched season one, you kind of thought that was a pretty well-told story, and that might be it. So I didn't know if it was going to be new characters. But after watching the trailer, it is the same characters. They are back at it again. So I don't know what what direction they're going to go. I get the loose... Like I get like the the gist of this show. Yeah. My wife watched it and she kind of liked it. What and did she, she think? She well, she would kick me out of the room because I would come in and like ruin it and be like, "This is this looks stupid." It's and I was the, like, it's depressing, dude. Like for a high school, and I know you're around it as a high school teacher, but yeah. like it's intense. Like it deals with like suicide and rape and just like all this like really heavy shit going on. Like it's yeah, it's, and like a lot of a lot of educators and a lot of people who are in that world like have like a huge problem. With that show. Yeah. Oh, it caused a lot of stuff. Like, if you just do a quick little Bing search, you yeah. can find, uh, you know, some schools believe that, like, suicide attempts went up because of this show. Others are saying, like, and then there's the flip side that say this is really important. Like, high school kids do deal with this stuff, and you can't ignore it. So it, it's pretty polarizing. But And, and you also notice that they, they have these, like, warnings at the start of, like, the episodes, which who knows what the fuck yeah. those do. But yeah. they're like, hey, like, you know, serious content on the way. So anyway, they're they're coming back with season two, and I'll I'll watch it, but it's it's a lot to digest. That's you know they, I think I'm out on that one. Yeah, that's you know you can't watch everything, Ryan. You can't watch everything. No, or, nor do I want to watch everything. So no, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, that's it for the news on my end. Should we get to the next thing? Let's get to my news. It's time for Davey's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, let's have some. All right, so the big news is we've, we've had a few disappointments recently in Boston sports, and none probably bigger than the Boston, uh, your undefeated Boston Uprising losing in the finals of Stage 3 to the New York Excelsior, oh. going, which kind of sucks. They, got all the way, they went all the way to the end of the stage, were undefeated, and met New York in the finals and lost. So just another heartbreak for Boston sports. Son of a bitch. So we uh, we still got the Celtics. We still get the Celtics. Uh, the new, we, I don't think we talked about this. We, as we were doing the podcast, this was coming out, but the new Red Dead trailer came out. Yes. The Red Dead Redemption 2. It looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, this game has been eight years in the making, and you can tell just by the level of detail and everything. that this. And now they're starting to come out with new screenshots and new stills and, in 4K, and this game looks like it's going to be everything it's built to be. So that's pretty exciting. Um, the big news, well, I'll get to the weird news first. Richard, Ooh, if I told you that the, that the world record for Mike Tyson's punch-out is 15 minutes and 10 seconds, and that was set a month ago, would you be impressed? 15 minutes. It's funny because I recently played this, and I yep. do what I do every time I play it. I sit down, I immediately get to Mike Tyson, and I immediately get knocked out. That's exactly okay. how I play But with all the cutscenes and everything, yeah, 15 minutes, uh, that would impress me. Pretty impressive, yes, right? Taking yes. minimal amounts of damage. Yeah, because right? you can't, you cannot skip through the goddamn bicycle no. jogging scenes. You cannot. So okay, so fifteen minutes if, is impressive. If I told you I beat that game in twenty minutes and thirty six seconds, would you be impressed? You beat it in twenty minutes? Yes. Yeah, I'm impressed by that. What if I told you a guy did that blindfolded? Stop it. Yeah. Stop Tw- it. Twenty minutes. 
20 minutes and 36 seconds. He beat Mike Tyson all the way through in 20 minutes and 36 seconds blindfolded. Could he see through the blindfold like Brent Barry in the dunk contest? Yeah. Like you could see him on the stream with like a sleep mask over his eyes. How the? How do you? Wow. It was it was pretty impressive. I actually watched the whole thing and it was pretty impressive. So now, Richard, the last bit of news I have. We'll get to the. I know you're going to digest that for a minute. But the biggest news in the gaming world today, (laughs) as of today, as we record this, is that Fortnite is crossing over with the Infinity War cast, and Thanos is now a playable character in Fortnite. Which, as you've seen, um, our uh, Mac from Mac and Goo tweeted out um, a little link of him playing today and going bananas the first time he got the Infinity Gauntlet. And there, so Thanos has like 700 shield and like 300 health. So he's like, kind of yeah. like it's kind of like a juggernaut game. He's got three abilities, uh, which are all are very very powerful. Yes, uh, but he can be killed. Yes, so he can be so that's killed. That's a good thing. Now, um, this is kind of fun. This is a nice little thing that they're doing, um, yeah. spicing it up a little bit. Uh, I'm still on the outs with Fortnite, as I've as I've, we've talked about before. Um, I don't know. I, I get why people like it. I just might just not be for me. You know? I, I went back. I went back today, and on my Had way, I played. I played two games because just because the Infinity Gauntlet was back, and I tried getting it. Spoiler alert: I do not get it. But uh, you go to YouTube right now. YouTube.com/slash/DorkPodcast. You can you can see Thanos in action. Unfortunately, it's not me doing it, but you see how the setup is killed by Thanos. Correct. I actually I got some licks on him though, which wasn't bad. But so they basically they just drop the gauntlet uh, like a minute or two minutes into the match, and then it's like a free for all to get there, and then whoever gets it has it, and then if you kill him, then you take it over. Now going back to Mac, uh, watching him get the gauntlet, I've never seen anybody as excited about anything in my life. No, he might have two or three kids down the line, and I don't think he'll be that no, excited. No, he'll still remember May 8th when he got the gauntlet. It was incredible, yeah. too. And so he twitched it out, and then he actually, I think he made like a YouTube link of it or whatever. You can check it out on his, on his Twitter. I think we even retweeted it. But he, there's like a guy on the ground that's like two steps closer to getting the gauntlet than Mac is. But that guy must have fucking hit the wrong button or something. He like, or he like backed off like he was going to try to shoot him or something. I don't like know that. what like he's he doing. But something Mac happened. <laughs> but the guy like panicked. Mac went straight scoop and score, and then just was so excited. Like that was that was incredible. So <laughs> check that out. You can see the uh, the gauntlet in action, and that literally. I think I said on the stream. I'm like, it's the only way that it was going to get me back into Fortnite because I was with you. I was kind of yeah. done with it. But I'm like, Thanos is in it. All right, let's let's give it a go. Yep. So pretty good, Ryan. Pretty yeah. I'm just I'm trying to keep it tighter. I'm trying to be as uh, moderately informative as I as I usually am, but in a tighter Fair, package. You know fairly what I mean? informative. You're fairly informative. Uh, one yeah. uh, news publication called the Davy Video Game and a fairly informative. Let me ask you this. Let me spring this on yeah. you. This is the 64th episode of hashtag Dork on Weei. I think it's actually like our 154th all time, but yep. it's number 64 in the EEI catalog. Could you give me your top three N64 games of all time? Oh, easily. Okay. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. Yes, you like that one very much. Yep. Goldeneye. Good one. WrestleMania 2000. Oh, my God. WrestleMania 2000. We logged a, a lot po- of that's hours. That's a powerhouse. We lo- that is a powerhouse. Yep. Now, Mario Kart was... I might go Mario Kart for me. Yeah, like replayability wise, like Mario Kart. But if you're asking me, my favorites. No, those three are really good. Yeah. Yeah, 
I would say, and this is why when we get into this, we get into the the, uh, the next thing. I'll, I'll I make a little bit of a distinction. I, I distinguish between best and favorite. Like what I think are the best movies are not necessarily my favorite movies. That no, that's that's definitely true. But then if you're like. If you're super opinionated, you just turn the your favorite into the best. You're like, it's the best yeah. because it's my favorite. But you're right. There there probably should be like a line. Like, I understand that MacGruber shouldn't win an Oscar. <laughs> but but in, your, in your head, Oscars, it's one. It's the greatest movie of it's, all time. It swept the, the, the award season. So, all right. Should we get on to the, uh, the topic du jour? The what? Well, it's the topic of the day. And that is highest grossing movies of all time. Worldwide box office. That's right. There's a worldwide. distinction there. We're talking worldwide. And the reason why we're doing that is Avengers Infinity War is flying up the charts at the time that we are recording this. It is already the 15th highest grossing film ever worldwide. It's already over a billion. It was the quickest to a billion dollars. Uh, some of these movies that we're going to get to have a pretty big gap in between like worldwide money and domestic money, or I'm, uh, yeah, like outside of the United States money. Right. But we're, we're adding it all together. It's worldwide money. Uh, before we get to that, obviously inflation has to be sort of included. So I suppose. I'm just, uh, yeah, on a side, we're just going to give you the top 10 movies of all time if you add in inflation. But then when the list that we really look at is just going to be true dollars, like who true made who the top 50 movies all time based on actual money. But just so we don't leave these out, this is with inflation. Number 10, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 1937. Yeah, weird. Num- number 9, Jaws. Makes sense. It made $2 billion if you, again, add inflation. Number 8, Dr. Zhivago. What? That's number 8. Uh, number yeah. 7, The Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6, E.T. 5, The Sound of Music. 4, Titanic. Three Star Wars, two Avatar, and number one all time, Gone with the Wind. One of the movies I've never actually seen all the way through. Really, I've seen it. That in is, pieces. I've never seen it one one shot. The the answer to uh, my wife's favorite movie would be Gone with the Wind. She's a is it now? She's a big time fan. Although it is a slog. That yeah. you got to put some time aside if you want to watch that. So we're not forgetting those, but those are. Those are them. So let's get to the real deal list as of, again, this weekend, and we'll make some comments as we go. Again, talking about ones that you know we liked, we didn't like, maybe ones we didn't even see, surprises, all of that. So if you start at number 50 all-time, that made $890 million worldwide, Spider-Man 3. Well, I can't believe that this movie cracked the top 50. Spider-Man like 3 is the worst Spider-Man. It is, but like coming off two, which was yes. it, you could make the argument that that's one of the best superhero movies ever. Yes, you could make that argument, and I would listen to it and agree with most of it. It's in there. So, oh, oh, you know what we got to do too. So, did you see the Ringer did like the top fifty superhero movies of all time, and they had like this whole metric on how they did it? No. And anyway, long story short, Spider Man, the original, was ranked higher than Spider Man Two. And I was like, all right, this list is void. Like, so like, well, did, it, did it like take box office? Because I think that did yes. better at the box office. Yeah, too. box office was part of the metric, and that's why uh, Black Panther was number two on their list all time. Oh. I was like, yeah. oh, all right. But anyway, Spider-Man 3 was a bag of shit, but everybody saw it. Yeah. Um, number 49. Which, which if you yeah. look at a lot of this list, we're going we're gonna to find some of those. 
<laughs> There's a lot of bad movies on this list. Oh, tons of bad movies. On there, this. It's mostly bad movies and franchises. Uh, and, and let's get into that. Number 49, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Now, is, I, I was looking at, is like every Harry Potter on this list somewhere? Uh, it has to be, right? I don't think everyone is. I think I tried counting them up, and there's a bunch. Because how many, was there eight Harry Potters or seven? Them, eight? Yeah. I don't think all of them are on here, but pretty damn close. Uh, I know Fantastic Beasts isn't on here, but because that, that's not like Harry Potter. You know, it's right, Harry right, Potter's right. world, it's not Harry Potter. Yeah. It's the Harry Potter-verse. Mm-hmm. Now, the Goblet of Fire, mm, is that the fourth one, the third one? I have no idea. I, I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Number 48, yeah. Shrek 2. No Shrek, Shrek one, huh? Shrek no Shrek two. Three. Yeah. Well, we're we're counting our way we're counting our way down yeah. all the yeah. way to number one. Number forty seven, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, which should be higher because this this movie is one of the better of on this list. It's a very good movie, yeah, that's for sure. And it's one of those ones that really crossed into like like the Oscar people acknowledged yeah. it as a good movie. The dorks acknowledged it as a good movie. Like that, it's very rare to have something like that. And I, for me, like Return of the King got all the love, but like I thought the Two Towers was a better movie than their. Two I like the Two Towers more as well. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince comes in at forty six. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix comes in at forty five. Neato, good for uh, them. Finding Nemo at forty four. Not surprised. That movie's phenomenal. That movie is a it's a strong it's a solid movie. Number forty three, yep. The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Ugh. Which I don't I never saw that. Never was that the it. the third one in that? That was series? the last one. That was the third one, yeah. Those were bad. I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't like any of them. Like talk about a slog. And hard to look at. Like physically, like hard to look at. I think they filmed them in like sixty frames or like thirty frames. Like would not what they would normally film a movie. Yeah, it so was, like, just it was hard to watch. Like nobody, nobody asked for ten yeah. more hours of Hobbits, and that's no. what, that's what you it's, got. And not only that, it's like a two, it's like a two hundred and fifty page book. Yeah, how do you make three three hour movies out of a two hundred and fifty page book? Oh my god! I well, they did it, and you got to go back Jesus and watch. Right. Uh, number forty two just came out this past year. Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle with The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. It's the forty second highest grossing film worldwide of all time. Which is cra- that's crazy to me. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, it's The Rock. The what Rock's, do I know? Yeah, yeah, The Rock. The Rock's the man. Now, let me ask you this: Is Kevin Hart funny? Um, I've often described him as the Black Dane Cook. <laughs> We're getting kind of edgy it's not, here. It's not really like what he's saying; it's like how he's saying it. So I uh, made a comment the other day because he was at the Celtics game and he was going nuts because he's a big Sixers fan and he was making an yeah. ass out of himself. And I just I was like more joking. I was like Kevin Hart's not even that is it's not even funny. And then so I got a lot of response to that. And some people said I was nuts, and a lot of people agreed with me. And I honestly think the funniest thing he's ever done was his three minute cameo in Forty Year Old Virgin. That was really funny, and he does one stand up bit that every time I watch it, I laugh. And it's the one where he have you seen all his stand ups? I think so, yeah. When his mother, when the teacher pins the note to his chest and he gets to swear at his teacher? No, have I don't remember that? that. I don't remember Oh, no, my I God. It, you have Is to go good? see that. Right. It's, it's side-splittingly funny. Uh, all right. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a shot. And when he does, he does like an impression of Shaq running up and down the floor in that comedy special. That's actually really funny, too. All right, fine. So you're, you're, you like Kevin Hart, then? Uh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> okay. All right, number 41... The Hobbit, The Desolation of Schmaug. 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 Yeah. That was a crap, crap movie, I thought. 
fine. Uh, number 40, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 1. So basically, it's just the Hobbits and the Harry Potters at this point. At this point, yeah. yeah. Hobbits and Harry Potters. Number 39, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Uh, this is the third one, right? Is this the third one? Ooh, good question. I think it's the third one. This is the one with like Keith Richards is in it, and they have all like the weirdo pirates. Yeah. Uh, well, oh yeah, yeah, 2007. So that, yeah, yeah. that was not great. Number 38, The Jungle Book. I have not seen The Jungle Book. This is the live action Jungle Book. Yes, yes. 2016. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I have seen that. It was actually pretty good. Uh, number 37. This is impressive because there's not many movies on this list that came out in the 1990s, and that would be The Lion King. Yeah. Lion King is just a great movie is what that is. Legendary movie. It really is incredible. Uh, Number 36, Despicable Me 2. Yeah, and these are are all coming in hot at this point, too. The Minion craze. The Minion craze. A lot of sequels and shit like that on here, which is definitely true. Uh, Number 35, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I thought it was the Sorcerer's Stone. That's the first one. Yeah. The Sorcerer's Stone. It says here on the list. yeah, Yeah, we're looking at a Wikipedia list here, and it's the Sorcerer's Stone. It says philosophers here. I think that was the name yeah. of the book, right? And then they change it to. I have no. We're idea. not potheads, so we don't we don't yeah. know the answer. All right, so that is uh, number thirty five. Starting now, thirty four and up, all of these movies made one billion dollars worldwide or yep. more as we go. So number thirty four, The Dark Knight, possibly the best movie on the list. I think it is. Yeah, without yeah. probably yeah at thirty four at thirty four. Yeah, but a billion dollars is still nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, and I think it tipped off at. Like at one point it was the fourth. Like all these movies are like came out after it and like passed it by. Yeah, yeah. So it, it peaked out at four. It is now thirty four. Uh, number thirty three is The Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. Yeah. Number thirty two, Zootopia. Kind of a surprise for this one. Zootopia is a bag of shit. That movie's awful. Well, awful. it was packaged uh, like the only issue, like we've talked about. The only issue yeah. I have with this is it's not a kids movie. No, it's too like, it's packaged like a cute bunny and a fox. But this is like some heavy shit. Yeah, it's not funny. It's too on the nose. It's trying to like, it's such a social commentary thing. Like I'm yeah. fine, like drop some of those in. I get it. But like, yeah, you're right. This is not for kids. I mean, it is, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. Uh, number thirty one, Alice in Wonderland. That again, the 2010 I, Johnny Depp like, joint. Christ. This movie was yeah. not good at all. No. I did not like the look of it. Uh, number 30, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And at some point, this had to have been like way up at the top, right? It topped out at number two all time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because this was I 1999. Remember seeing that. I yeah. remember seeing that and being like, this is, it was the first time I had gone to a movie and be like, this is crazy. Like people in, because did you, you figure, like it I mean, when you first saw it? Well, I mean, when I first saw it, I was like 17 years old. Right. You know, so I didn't know any better. Like, I was just a dumb kid. Of course I liked it when I saw it. Um, um, but because I was a kid. I remember collecting, like, the cans. Remember they had, so yeah. they had a deal with Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, and whatever their other one was at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, like, had the, yeah. they had the characters on it. I don't know if I told the story on the podcast before. If I did, so what? And so I had uh, a couple of, Darth Maul was on Mount, on the Mountain Dew, and I had two yep. of them, and I never opened them, and I had them in there. And so, like, not that long ago, like, my parents have moved, and somehow they still made it, like, which is, like, probably, like, a box labeled, like, rich as shit. And so they had it, and my mom must have been going through stuff, and she was like, yeah, you had, like, two cans of Mountain Dew explode somewhere? <laughs> so I was like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like, oh, those are Darth Maul collectibles. I'm like, did you keep them? She's like, no. No, we got rid of them. Are you kidding me? Why do you have these? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. They're collector's items. I thought they'd be great. We used to go. I remember my buddies. We were in, like, seventh or eighth grade, probably, and we would, like, go to the vending machines and, like, 
buy Diet Pepsis and Pepsis that we didn't even want just to see what characters we would get. And they had like all the shit ones. Like Newt Gunray was like on like a can. Yeah. It was awful. And like you get like Queen Amidala and Padme and like <laughs> Little Anakin. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, now well, looking back on it, the movie like, was awful. But then. It was awful. Yeah. But then, like I said, like I remember walking out of the theater, be like, "That Jar Jar Binks was kind of stupid," but the movie was kick ass. Yeah, like right, exactly. Like you hate everybody hated Jar Jar right away. Like that was you didn't fall in love with that, but you're like, "Oh, pod racing seems kind of crazy." And like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like Darth Maul's an awesome villain. Like you know, yeah. too bad he's gone. But yeah, I think that was one later on. You're like, "Oh my god, what what happened? What did we do here?" Yeah, what did we do? We created a monster. But still, number 30 all-time made over a billion dollars. So I guess the joke's on us, because Star Wars, no matter what kind of bag of crap they put out there, it's going to make a ton of money. Number 29 all-time is Finding Dory, the Finding Nemo sequel. Is it good? I never saw this one. It's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, Number 28, which at one point when it came out, it was the number one movie all-time, because it came out in 1993. That, of course, would be Jurassic Park. Yes. Awesome. What a uh, landmark film. It really was. And this is another one. Like, when you think back to, like, theater experiences, this is one that stands out to me. I remember, because you remember early 90s, like, movie theaters obviously had, like, surround sound, but it was kind of in, like, the early stages, I want to say. Yeah, it was, like, the early stages of, like, what, THQ or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, and so it was a little bit there. And so I remember I was visiting my uh, aunt and uncle and cousins down in Atlanta, so, you know, we weren't in New Hampshire, so we went to, like, a much bigger theater than I was accustomed to. And this was what everybody was seeing. So I was like, all right, we got to go see Jurassic Park. And I've never, and I was also nine, I've, I never remember a theater being that loud in my life. And like hear, yeah. hearing dinosaurs like off screen running like next to you, like I'd never experienced anything like that. It's probably, probably the greatest in theater experience I've ever had. Yeah, I remember like the first time you heard, or you f- felt like the you heard the, the Tyrannosaurus steps with a cup of water. Like I remember like my chair shaking. Yeah, like it was that's how nuts. loud it was in the theater. Yeah, that was awesome. And so this movie deserves, and like this is also, like some of these movies, and I guess you can make the point, Harry Potter and the Hobbit movies, if you're going to see them, see them in the theater, hence why they've yep. made so much money. And Jurassic Park is at the top of the list for me as, you know, it's so, such yeah, a different and we, experience. And my wife and I were talking about this the other day. Like we saw, when we saw Avengers, we saw the trailer for the new Jurassic World, and she's immediately, and uh, she's just like, we're going to see that in the theater, right? And I'm like, because that's when we talked about it after. I'm like, I didn't yeah. think you'd be that excited to see that. And she's like, Well, that's just one of those movies you see in the theater. Uh, no, you're absolutely well. It's funny. My wife said the same thing. She was like, Because I'm making plans. I'm like, Well, I'm going to see Avengers this weekend. I'm going to see Deadpool this weekend. I'm like, You have any interest in that? She's like, No. I'm like, I'm going to go see Solo. And she's like, No. And then she's like, I'll go see the Jurassic World with you. I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, That's going to be the worst one out of the group. And she's like, I, I want to. I still want to see it. I'm like, Okay, fine. Yeah, because that's what and that's what you go to the movies for is for right. the spectacle, for the big picture and the sound and all that stuff. So how how bad or or good do you think Jurassic World two will be? I think it'll be a B. I think it'll be a B B plus. Yeah, like, a, like, like I'm talking like a hard eighty five, like B. You get a B. So like a five or a four and a half out of like six. A four and a half. Four, I mean, speak speak my language if you would. Like four like a four, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, like a soft four and a half. Yeah. All right. Number twenty seven all time. Despicable Me three. Terrible movie. Yeah, I've not seen that. It's not, bad. Not seen that. Number 26, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Never saw it. No, I think it, this may have been on TV. This one came all, out all the way in 2011. But, like, yeah. the Pirates movies are trash. They really they suck. They yeah. really are. There's a bunch of them, too. There's five of them. 
Ugh. Most of them are yeah. on this list, by the way. Uh, now we get into the top 25 worldwide box office all time. Number 25, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. I feel like it should be higher. It's a better movie than that. It's not. It's Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good movie, but also just showing you how powerful Star Wars is because they're like, hey, here's like a movie that like you kind of know how it's going to end. Like it's yeah. it, we're taking we're kind of sneaky taking another shot at a prequel movie, which those movies were bad. But well, I know it's not a spoiler because this is on the list, but you also knew how Titanic ended. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, but there's such a good love story there, Ryan. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, number twenty four. Jesus Christ. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Man's Chest. They just uh, there's so many of these things. Now was that the first one? No, I think it was just Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, right. probably. So Dead Man's yeah. Chest, maybe that was the third one. Who gives a shit? I think it was the third one or the fourth one. Who knows? People are screaming. No, that was, the, that was the most, no, Dead Men Tell No Tales was the most recent one. Dead Man's Chest, I think, was the second one. Wait, Dead Man Tell No Tales is the name of a f- pirate movie? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'll have to look that up. Uh, number <laughs> well, Or not. Number 23, Toy Story 3. Another phenomenal movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Number yeah. 22, and this is why I say this movie's overrated. It's not bad, but it's overrated critics-wise and overrated box office-wise. That would be The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, box office-wise, I think, you know, as you said, like, The Dark Knight's the best movie on this list, I think. Yes. And um, the f- coming off the heels of that, I think that gave it a little bit of a bump. Because people wanted to see that again, and it, it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't the same caliber movie as that, but... It was good. I no, it was definitely good, but like it made more money than Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, and it's the worst out of the group. And I think it made as much money as it did because of The Dark Knight. Oh yeah, you might be right. Yeah, that's how. That's just how I feel. No, you're you're probably right. All right, here we go. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's put them in in order here for everybody. Pir- uh, the Curse of the Black Pearl. Okay. Is the first one. The second one is Dead Man's Chest. Okay. The third one is At World's End. The okay. fourth one is On Stranger Tides. The fifth one is Dead Men Tell No Tales. No, so I never saw the fourth and fifth one. That came out last year, I think. And yeah. there will be a, a Pirate 6, apparently. Great. Because Johnny <laughs> Depp needs to pay his alimony, yeah, right? That's I the joke know. I made I, last time. Yes, it is. Still, still yep. good. Still good. Uh, <laughs> so uh, 22 is Dark Knight Rises. 21, Transformers Age of Extinction. I think I saw the first two Transformers movies, and then I'm like, I'm good. I really, and I think they made three more. Oh, yeah, and they've, they've all made a ton of money. We're going to get to more of these. I don't like any of them. I'll be honest. Not a fan. I just, not for me. And I like I Transformers was a fan of Megan growing Fox up. at the time. I mean, who We're wasn't? Talking. Va, va, boom. Now, yeah, Shia LaBeouf claims that he slept with Megan Fox. Do you believe those claims? Yes. Damn it. You don't believe it? Nah, he's probably right. He's probably, like, you spend enough time together, you know, you're two, you're two young kids. Yeah. You're having fun out there, you know what I mean? Would you make an argument that prime Megan Fox can compete with anybody else in their prime? She was she was up there for a yeah. long time. Yes. Did you ever you know, see Jennifer's Body, which is not on this list? I did not see that movie. Oh, it was good. Yes. Was it? Oh, yeah, she kind of she kisses Amanda Seyfried. Nice. Oh. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Megan Fox breaks the high heat. I can't believe she was with uh, Brian Austin Green, David from 90210. 
Although gotta, my my yeah. wife says that he's hot, so maybe that's. Maybe Remember, that's, he was like the dorky kid in nine hundred two and wasn't he? Well, like the first couple seasons, because he was like younger than them, and he just wanted to hang out with them. But then he ended up, you know, he was with Donna for such a long time. He was with uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen at one point. Which, uh, speaking of steal a smooch like Mount Rushmore, oh, yeah. put Kelly Kapowski up there for me. Oh. I think I did, didn't I? I think you did, yeah. Yeah. I think I think you absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> we're going to move on. Moving on. <laughs> Number 20. Now we're getting into the top 20, Ryan. Skyfall. Get uh, a little James nope. Bond on here, no? No on Skyfall? Nope. Uh, I, love, I liked Javier Bardem in that movie. Javier Bardem. Nope. Yeah. Number can't 19, a word he says, but he was good. That's fine. Number 19, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Good movie. Good movie. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. wear that one. Good yeah. movie. Number 18, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Never saw it. It's got to be Dark Side of the Moon, right? Dark of no, the Moon? No, you can't say that. It's copyright. You can't say that. Is it just Dark of the Moon is the name of the yes, movie? Yes, it is. No, it's Dark of the Moon. Dark <laughs> Side of the Moon is the Pink Floyd album. Well, I'm aware of that, but Dark of the Moon doesn't even make sense, does it? Yeah. I guess what's it does. The, what's the... Be best is that the new Melania Trump thing? Yeah, be, be best. best. Like, I think you're missing a word or two. Yeah, you're missing some words. <laughs> I don't know what we're getting at. All right, number seventeen, we get into the MCU. Captain America: Civil War. That's a just a fine, fine film. This should be probably even higher. Like it was so good, and you had that that collection of characters. You were introducing Spider Man into the MCU. You were introducing Black Panther into the MCU. Just the, like the hype train behind it, I thought it was. I mean, seventeen's obviously incredible. It's one point one billion dollars made. Yeah, but this is another one of those movie experience movies too. Like you got to go see this bad boy. It in the big essentially, it's essentially Avengers two and a half. Correct. You know, yeah, you it's know. Captain America three. It's Iron Man four. It's Avengers two and a half. It's it's all yeah. that stuff. Number sixteen, Minions. Terrible movie. Terrible. You know how many times I've seen this damn movie? How many times have you seen this damn movie? A baker's dozen if I've seen it once. Ugh. Ugh. Sucks. So- My daughter went through, like, this whole thing where she was just, like, watch this every day. And it was <laughs> terrible. Like, it's, it was bad. Like, Steve Carell makes those movies. And he wasn't yeah. even in it. No, nah, that stinks. These are just, like, the little guys, right? The, the- yeah. Yeah, and they go on the little adventure and... They show their little yellow tushies every now and again. You know, the kids love it. They make weird noises, you know? Now, are they bad guys? Uh, kind of. They work for bad guys, but they're kind of, they're, they're cheeky. You know what I mean? They get oh, into they're cheeky. They get into hijinks. Are they like, are they like Woody you, the Woodpecker? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, Sandra Bullock might have put in the worst voiceover performance I've ever heard from anybody in this movie. Ooh, that's actually a good podcast episode. Worst Just completely voiceovers. mailed it in. Sandra Mailed Bullock. it in. Sandy Bullock, yeah. who, by the way... Looks rather stunning in the trailers for Ocean 8. Yeah. Anybody? That's the only thing that's going to be stunning about that movie. Uh, people don't like it. I tweeted out the, the character posters today, and pe- the, the response is not positive for that movie. Yeah. But Rihanna's uh, like, in it. I just, yeah, she's a computer hacker. That's right. You remember that, <laughs> remember that bit in like uh, original Kings of Comedy when uh, Steve Harvey was talking to Boogie? And he's like, nothing about you says computer or school. Yes. That was my original thought. <laughs> what, what, what do you do, sir? Computer school. <laughs> Computer school. <laughs> Boogie. Oh, that's Nothing incredible. about you says computer or school. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's as good as it gets. All right, so now let's get into the top 15 of all time. And this won't stay at 15 for long, but right now it is Avengers Infinity War. She is on the rise. This thing is moving. This thing is moving yep. and a grooving, and we have more thoughts on it. I'm sure many of you have already seen it again. I'm sure out of the $1.1 billion, we have all given uh, at least several of our own dollars to this already, yep. and maybe even more. 
Number and f- it needs to pass the next movie on the list. It really quickly. does. This is unbelievable to me. Number 14, and I don't think people hate this movie as much as you or I do, Iron Man 3. Boo! How on earth? Iron All right, Man it's not 3? as bad as 2. It's not as bad as 2. It might be for me. Oh, no, I think two is way worse. Dude, the, the Mandarin's a good character, and they just shit all over him. It's a good idea, but it's way better than my board. Well, I know. Like the, Vicky yeah, Rourke. The, oh, like Whiplash. The wrestler, terrible. The wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what about Pepper Potts in the suit all the time, and what about Guy Pierce turning orange? Uh, the Extremist? Well, that, that was a kind of a cool comic run, too, with the, the Iron Man Extremist. That was kind of cool. Oh, the Pepper Potts stuff. I'll give you that. All right, but what about Guy Pierce? No, that's what I mean. The Guy Pierce thing. Yeah, but he looked ridiculous. Oh yeah, it it did. But it, I did like you know what the saving all the I like the idea of Tony Stark kind of going having like PTSD after Avengers and going yeah. crazy and making like a ton of suits. So I like I like the the scene with all the suits come out. Do you like the scene? Do, like the do you like ones. all the scenes with that kid in the shed? Uh, it was it was nice. No, it was he makes not. a little potato gun. <laughs> I'm out. You know what I'm I didn't like about that though? The kid the kid had no idea who he was. Yeah. Like, come on, man. How would you not know? Stark. If you're a tech kid, like, how do you not know who Tony Stark is? And after, like, all the events of New York and everything, and, like, he's on TV yeah. all the time. Anyway. So that he's movie... like, who are you? He's like, I'm, what does he call himself? Like, the mechanic or something like that? Yeah. 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 Stupid. You don't know who Tony Stark? Okay. Whatever. That movie has its issues. But... Stupid. Number 13. And this is a huge, like, this was pop, this movie was popular in the United States, but it made most of its money outside of the U.S. That would be The Fate of the Furious. Yeah, this is, and like we'll get to it, but like I want to talk about this a little bit more. Yeah. I'm like, I keep asking myself, like, why do they make these movies? And now I know. Cha-ching. Yeah, they, people love them. Like, internationally, these movies are, are insane. They, they, they love them. Uh, and you said, I think like three quarters of the money they make is international. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty staggering. There's a good breakdown. I think it's Box Office Mojo. If you go to that site, yeah. they uh, show you, you know, all-time totals, but then they break it down. You know, domestic, international, and some of the swings, you know, most of them, again, just based off of the population of the earth, there is more money to be made outside of the United States. But then there's a movie that we'll get to that actually has made more money to this point in the U.S., which is pretty impressive for where it is. So uh, number 13 was The Fate of the Furious. Number 12 was the live-action Beauty and the Beast from last year. Which is decent. Uh, Emma Watson can't sing, but she does a good enough job. I saw it in the theater. I was... Not a fan. Not impressed. No, I really wasn't. I think my wife, I think she liked it. I think I remember. Yeah. This is one of the few movies we saw together in the theater. Uh, number 11, every parent out there is, is not shocked by this. That would be Frozen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I think they're making a sequel, Rise. They are. Get excited yep. to go see that. It's on Broadway now, too. I don't doubt it. Idina yep. Menzel. Adele Dazeem. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> she was wickedly talented. And, uh... America's sweetheart, Kristen Bell. People, I mm, I used to love Kristen Bell, but the whole Kristen Bell Dak Shepard pairing is, made me sour on. You her. know, he's not as much. I don't think he's as much of a douche as he plays like on TV. What do you think? He's a good guy. I think, I've listened to him on Stern. Like he's been on Stern, and he's on uh, the Jason Ellis show on Faction on Sirius Sirius Radio. He's actually like pretty articulate and pretty funny. All right, here you go, Ryan Davey. Breaking news: He likes Kevin Hart and Dak Shepard. I, yeah, I don't like the characters Dak Shepard plays, right. except in Idiocracy when he played uh, with uh, Nacho, his uh, oh yeah yeah his lawyer. Yeah, did you find him to or be Frito. funny in the Frito. in yeah. the in the television series Punked? Uh, that's where he got his start, right? 
Yeah, it's the first time I saw him for sure. Yeah, it's the first time I saw and him. And then I believe he was in the film Without a Paddle. <laughs> With those other two jamokes. Wasn't it Matthew Lillard, him and like Seth Green? Or no, Brecken Meyer, maybe? No, Seth Green. It was it Seth Green? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So eleven is frozen. Uh now we get into the top ten. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Which no surprise. No surprise Star, at all. Be a Star Wars movie in the top ten. Not a huge fan of of said film, but it's number ten. Number nine, and this is still you know slowly adding money to it. But number nine all time worldwide is Black Panther, and this is one of the movies that I was saying has actually made more money domestically. Like it's put up a big number domestically. Internationally, it's doing well, but if the odds or the percentages were were more close to some of these other movies, it would probably be number one, or at least yep. you know maybe at least number four. Um, but for what it is, $1.3 billion right now for Black Panther. Which is crazy. And you know what's nuts? I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes today, because every now and then I'll just poke over to that site and see mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's still in the top ten box office. Oh, like, like it's week, number seven each in the weekend, box you mean? Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this, this week. But you know what's smart, out- too, is like... W- if you're a movie theater, you should probably keep it as long as you, you like you're allowed to because people go see Infinity War and then maybe they missed Black Panther or maybe they just want to see it again. Like it, it makes sense to have it out there yeah. still. Like I had, I had a buddy who went and saw Infinity War and he's like, "Do I need to see Black Panther? I haven't seen Black Panther yet." And I'm like, "No." I was like, "No, you're good." Like if as long as you're like vaguely aware of it, but you still should go see it. Yeah, I think it helps. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not the most important movie, but it's it helps, especially with all the stuff that's there. Uh, yeah. Number eight, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part Two. And this was the last one, right? So that makes sense for this it does. Yeah, it makes Potter. sense because this is uh, the highest, the most money ever made by a Harry Potter movie is the conclusion. So that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Again, so many. What happens is if you have like a pretty good movie, and then if you have a sequel, even if the sequel sucks, there's just so much hype around it, and that's what right. basically what this whole list is. Like uh, number seven is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Coming off the first Avengers, yes. you know, you would think it was you know. billion for... So if you look at this, Robert Downey Jr. Well, let's get to the whole list first. Um, Number six is Furious 7. Uh, Unbelievable to me. Again, internationally, they they love Fast Fast and the Furious. Unbelievable. It must be like the most American movie they've ever seen. They love it. All right, number five... Yeah, top five now. So these aren't aren't shocking. Number five is The Avengers, $1.5 billion. Number four is Jurassic World. Which that's crazy to me. One point six billion, and again, I think internationally did really well. But mm-hmm. Jurassic World, uh, it makes a little bit of sense though, like because the Jurassic Park series, you know, the first one was amazing, and we already talked about it was on this list. The other two weren't nearly as good. But then you take a long time off, and then you kind of rebrand it. You throw a big star on the front of it, plus it's dinos. So the yeah. movie wasn't great. I liked it. It wasn't great. All right, now the top three all time. All three of these are over two billion dollars. Worldwide, number three is Star Wars: The Force Awakens, a movie I very much liked. Yes, and again, similar to where you you had Star Wars, you had the prequels. People love Star Wars, and they're just like thirsty for one to be really good again. Mm -hmm. And then you give them this, and you're bringing the old people back with you know introducing new characters. So I get it; makes sense, and it was a good movie. So yes, that's number three. Uh, Number two, and it had a stranglehold on number one for a for a long time. That would be Titanic. And never thought. <laughs> what do you think? Never what? seen it. You've never, you've never seen Titanic. Never seen it. Come on. Nope. True story. How is that possible? Because it's not like you didn't have girlfriends in high school. Like, how did you not? How did they not because make you watch? Because at this? the time, so in 1997, all right, I was 16. I, I just got my license when this first came out. 
Um, there was a little movie called Showgirls that came out around the same time, <laughs> which I, uh, I decided to see. When I had the opportunity to see um, Titanic, I went and saw Showgirls instead. Um, and then it was just like a series of like events where like I just had the opportunity to see it and then didn't. And then so much time had passed and I had known what happened in the movie because so, no one would shut up about it for the, like the three boat, years. The boat went down. Yeah, but like I didn't need to see it. It was an iceberg. Like I already know, I could tell you the plot of the movie. Like, do you I know, know the the band was playing as it was going down. I do. Yeah, that's what I heard. Which seems nuts. It seems like you're just kind of at that point asking for it. Yeah, I guess so. What would be the worst way to go if the ship was going down? Would you rather just freeze to death, like Leonardo DiCaprio? I Spoiler. would rather freeze than drown. Freeze, drown, or shark attack? Oh, shark attacks quick. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't, I have like a very, since like I was a little kid, I've had like this irrational fear of drowning. I don't want to get like, make this into like a therapy session. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's a real fear. Don't worry about yeah. that. You can talk about that with us. You're safe like I used here. I to have like one of those like reoccurring dreams where I was like trapped under something, like underwater and Ooh. I couldn't get out. So you're claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. What if you just took your belt off and kind of wrapped it around your head, but then you wanted one last feeling of ecstasy and you allowed yourself... <laughs> You allowed yourself just oh that God, one. You just went to some very dark places, <laughs> and it's kind of a win-win at that point. Either and you're just exploring, and you're you're wondering, you know, you find yourself a little safe space. Worst case scenario, there's no worst case scenario. It's kind of a win-win in that regard. You just went like that scene in Mallrats where he's talking yeah. about you know the plane going down. Yeah, like you just went there. Oh, did he? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Jesus, Gill. <laughs> so yeah, and also. Now, I know you've never seen the movie, but there's uh, so this movie's been out for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, Kate Winslet, who I think is, um, I like Kate Winslet. And so sure. she's like on this board, like this pl- like plywood or whatever, and she's floating around. And Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack, is in the water, and he is very cold. You can see it on his face. Yeah. He's doing a great job portraying how cold that he really is. Mm-hmm. Call me nuts. I felt like there was some room on the board. Maybe for well, you want to be a gentleman. You want to let her. You know. You want to let her spread out a little bit. I feel like they maybe both could have made it if she wasn't like hogging. I the think board. Jack was just trying to hit it and quit it. He's just trying to get out of there at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, by the way, do you have like, a belt? If I live. If I live, this is kind of a life sentence. So I'm just going to look for a way out right now. That's true. He's like, I <laughs> leave it on a high note here. Yeah. You guys hear the band still playing? They're like, yeah, we no, hear yeah, the, yeah, the I'm going to go check b- that out. I hear the band still playing on the top deck. I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> have fun on your floating door. <laughs> Uh, John Mulaney has a great bit about uh, on his recent stand-up where he's talking about like how there's like nothing to do like back in the day and how people would go and just like watch ships. Like, did you hear that? That was uh, hilarious. Yeah, waving at the ship. He's like, "Do you want to go down there and like wear like your best clothes and go down there? And we'll just wave at the ship until it passes the horizon." No, I don't know anybody on the ship. <laughs> just come down. It'll be fun. Just come down and wave. What a weird thing. I definitely would. If I was alive during the Titanic and somebody like offered me like, "Hey, do you want to go on this boat for like a while?" I'd be like, "No, no." I would have no interest here. in that. And now, full full disclosure, I know what happens. I know it goes down. Even without no, even if you told me it was a safe journey across, I'm good. I'm good here. You know what? My, my great shame in in life, Richard, is that I'm very. I get very very motion sick. That's like my great shame. Really? Do you get? Do you take like a pill? Uh, when I'm on a boat, I can't like be on boats. Oh or I no! Can't, I can't. I can't go. Amusement parks are the like a death trap for me. Like I can only go on roller coasters that are go, like go straight. Oh, okay. Anything that goes backwards or spins, I'm done. So you 
Could you go on the Yankee Cannonball? Oh yeah, that's like my. I would go on on, on the Kenobi Lake, Kenobi Lake. Yeah. I would go on the Yankee Cannon because that's straight. But you can't I do, can the, do that. You can't do the corkscrew. Uh, the corkscrew, I'm fine because I just it's again it's oh. straight and it's quick. But like you know, like the like the galaxy. Um, oh, teacups are out. Oh, the tilt the Turkish whirl, twist. Turkish twist. I'm out. Well, Turkish twist was a tough one because I heard somebody died on that. That's the rumor. I yeah. know because we used to go. Uh, we would go as like a school weekend. and stuff. Well, yeah. and I went. I've been there a million times and. They were like, "Oh yeah, like somebody somebody choked on their own vomit on the Turkish twist." I'm like, yeah. "No, thank you." I'm like, "I will be on the Matterhorn, thank you very much." You would think, and you would think, kids in New Hampshire who were like, when you tell them you're going to an amusement park, would be really excited. By like the fifth time, you're like, "Where are we going?" Uh, canopy. Fine. Like, uh, fine. Uh, all right, all right. We doing this? Okay. Me and Shark. I'll go watch the Michael Jackson impersonator. Me, <laughs> that, that creep. Me and yeah. Shark used to go all the time, and it was a great place to wear. Uh, a football or a basketball jersey. It was like a oh, yeah. jersey hot You're getting sprayed in the water. You know? Oh, yeah. You're just walking around. You look cool. You're, you're showing off your Latrell Sprewell Golden State Warriors jersey. Do you still have that? I bet you want it. I, I bet you want that thing back. I hope so. Yeah, it's probably next to the Mountain Dews at my mom's house. <laughs> I once passed up. Uh, right when I was living in Waltham, Mass., there was this place. It was like a – I forget the name of the store. It was like a – A.J. Wright was the name of the store, which basically was like a worse T.J. Maxx. <laughs> and they had we found it on the rack my roommate and I found it on the rack it was a Kevin Durant Supersonics jersey oh that's nice we didn't buy it oh that would have been a real collector's item kicking myself that's a good one I had yeah. some real gems I had some absolute uh, awesome jerseys I had like a Jalen Rose Denver Nuggets I remember that one that was yeah. a good remember one we had, yeah we used to yeah we used to, we used to outfit them we used to outfit everybody I had the uh, I had uh, Dan Marley World Championship Team USA jersey. Dan Marley. Who you were the one kid who bought the Dan Marley. Thunder Dan. That man. whole team. Dude, Thunder Dan was sick. <laughs> uh, I had what else? I had like a Marcus Camby UMass jersey, which was a good, was one. good one. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of good stuff there. And then my my football jersey collection. I had again. I'm not going to go out there and get the Emmett Smiths and Joe Montanas. I'm getting nope. Eric Metcalf and Ricky Waters. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the number one, uh, no surprise on this list, and it has got a pretty good stranglehold on number two, is Avatar. $2.7 billion. Again, Titanic yeah, was 2.1. Almost 2.8. Yeah, almost 2.8. So it's got $600 million c- clear of number two. And again, Avatar is a big one. Like 70-something percent of the money is international. Yeah. Again, it did really well in the United States, obviously, but it did even better uh, outside of the U.S. So Avatar is number one. So at two point seven, almost two point eight billion, do you think Avengers: Infinity War can catch it? I think it'll it'll be number two. Um, how about but right now? How about James Cameron having the one two punch, being like one and two? Yeah, he's also a dickhead because he was talking about like he just dumped all over like the MCU. I forget what oh, his yeah. exact quote yeah. was, but he's just yeah. like, I don't know, like they made too many movies and blah, blah, blah. people don't care. Or he said like, how it's like, you know, testosterone, blah, blah, blah. And man. then meanwhile, he's like, he's planning on making like three more avatars. I'm like, don't see yeah. Avatar. Don't, nobody see it. It stinks. Nobody, it's nobody's favorite movie. Nobody, nobody likes Avatar. Well, I shouldn't say that. Nobody loves Avatar. No. And you know who, you better not say that too loud. Your girl, Zoe Saldana, might hear this. Friend of the podcast, Zoe Saldana, oh might hear God. this. Oh, my God. I love her. Congratulations, by the way. Hollywood Walk of Fame. She looked gorgeous, getting her She's little... She's a little premature, right? No. No. Like, how did she get one right now, and InSync just got one? Mm, I don't know. I mean, she's been in two of the uh, top 
Yeah. I Fifteen right. movies of all time. Yeah. Suppose you're right. Pretty pretty good. And she is just stone and how cold. About, how about Chris Pratt is going to have like two of the top four? Yeah, two he of the is. top five. Yeah, he, he will. Once, yeah, you're right. Once Infinity War jumps up there. Yep. So that's the other thing. So Robert Downey Jr. is in four of the top 15. Yeah, that's nuts. That is wild. Um, so my quick look, and this could be off slightly, but I have out of the top 50 movies, six are in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Six are Harry Potter's. Yep. Five are Lord of the Rings's, if you count like The Hobbit. Yep. Four Star Wars's. <laughs> uh, three pirates, <laughs> two uh, Jurassic Park. Like if you count Jurassic World, uh, two in the Transformers universe, two in the Fast and the Furious, two in the Batman Nolan verse. Uh, there's also ten animated movies, I believe. Uh, That's three crazy. of which are like the Despicable Me's, mm-hmm. and two in the Finding Nemo verse. Yep. Also, only four have lasted since the 1990s. All the rest of them are modern, as you know, because you guys all go to the movies and spend 20 bucks just to see something, so you can yeah. tell why. But uh, pretty good. So best movie of this list, I would agree with you. It's probably The Dark Knight, but for me, Avengers Infinity War is closing in on that. So I had to, again, I broke it down, so I have my three best and my three favorites. Okay, yeah, what do you got? So the three best, I have The Dark Knight, yep. Toy Story 3, yep, and Black Panther. The, the three, in my mind, the three best. Wow. Right? All right. Um, All right. My three favorites are The Two Towers, Infinity War, and Force Awakens. Oh, I like that. You That's like that? pretty good. Yeah. I would say uh, The Dark Knight, Jurassic Park, and Infinity War are probably the three best. And my three favorite are probably... Probably overlap that pretty good. <laughs> probably probably yeah. the same ones. Just because, again, you have so many just like these like juggernaut movies. And I almost like eliminate. I like Harry Potter, but I eliminate those. I like, I like yeah. uh, you know, some of the Lord of the Rings, but I kind of bump those to the side. So it's like the MCU movies are pretty damn good. Like when you have Avengers and Civil War and Infinity War, like all three of those are probably in my top five MCU. You know, like yeah. the only other ones that add on there would be Guardians 1 and probably the first Iron Man. And before I take some heat for not putting Jurassic Park on this list, I think I've just seen Jurassic Park too much. I wore that tape out. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's definitely it one. It should be on my favorite, but like, it, it probably is, but like, I've just seen it so much. I have a little Jurassic Park fatigue. That's fine. That's fine. You know, you, um, what's the worst Here's movie? a little fun fact yeah. for you, too. Oh. I did this at first glance. Um, Avatar is a Disney property now, right? Because they have like the, the yeah, Avatar Park I believe so. Disney. Half of these movies are Disney properties. That's insane. It's not surprising, but it's insane. Yeah, that's which is not, and like I, that's just at a first glance. Like all the Star Wars, MCU, Avatar, like animated movies, like half of them are Disney. What's the uh, worst movie on the list? Worst movie on the list? Uh, it's a toss-up. Um, I got let's see, Spider-Man Three. Yeah, is bad, but not as bad. Like any of the uh, Transformer movies. Oh yeah, those are awful. Yeah, like just awful. Well, but, I'm, um. I'll probably go yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's yeah. I wouldn't say, you know, watch it again. I watch it again. I don't hate it. I know it's not good. I know it's not good. Mm. I just I can't bring myself to say that I hate it. Actually, I, Rogue One is up, up there too for me. Is, is one of the best slash favorite. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say it was one of the worst. I'm like, you are out of your mind. No, no, no. I'm ju- I, I'm, Minions, I, I left it out, so I'll jump that. Yeah, Minions is a good one to put on there. Uh, any of the Avengers, I mean, not Avengers, any of the Transformers movies. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, Alice in Wonderland was stupid. Yeah, I'm guessing the Pirates movies. Again, I like the first one, then after that, oh, kind of yeah. goes shit. I haven't seen uh, five, four or five of Pirates, but I don't mm. want to and never will. What's the you know? What's the most surprising one that's on here? Again, I'll say like the um, number the Fast and the Furious movies and the fa- like yeah. Fast Seven Furious Seven is number six all yeah, time. All like, time. That's nuts. That is nuts. That's crazy to me. <laughs> well, and I'm funny, like, like at, I said, I'm sitting at home like, why the fuck? Because they're making not only are they making another one, they're making a ninth. They're making a spinoff with Jason Statham, Jason Statham and The Rock. Like, and yeah, I'm like, why yeah, are they characters. doing this? You know what's like, insane? Who's seeing these movies. Uh, people, people, people enjoy them. You know what's nuts is. Four of the top seven movies of all time came out in 2015. Is that crazy? Wow. So like Age, year. Age of Ultron, Furious Seven, Jurassic World, and The Force Awakens all came out three years ago. So that was that has to be the best year in movies. You got to say like the best year ever for movies is 2015. Like that that has to be if we were doing a Mac and Goose style show. I was going to say like that's a good year. And then throw Minions in there. That was also 2015. Oh so. Jeepers, jeepers, crud! All right, anything else you want to get to on uh, on these bad boys? Uh, yeah, there was one thing that uh, I haven't seen. So yeah, I haven't seen Titanic. I haven't seen the last two Fast and the Furious. I haven't seen any of the Transformers movies, and I haven't seen the last two. Or, and I will not see the last third Pirates movie. But yeah, I all mean, right. those, I'm just going through the list of my notes, and that's uh, that's all I got. Okay, pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, defend a goal? Uh, it's, I think it's your turn to receive. I will go. I'm actually going to sort of piggyback off of one of your picks of the pod. I was going to mention this earlier on, but then I, I forgot during this week in Dork, so I'll just include it now in the pick of the pod. I did get a chance to see Batman Ninja. Huh? What did you think? Very good. Very enjoyable. It's crazy, though, right? Oh, it's, it's like nuts. Bat shit. It's nuts, but I'll tell you what. I love any universe, and, and we've seen it now in like Rebirth, and even New 52 is doing it, but when you have Batman... Nightwing, Red Hood, Red Robin, and Robin. Some people might think yeah. it's too many. I love it. I, lo- I love when they have all those guys and the different relationships there. How so, about Damien with his little monkey? His monchichi. Fantastic. And his like, little mohawk he's got. It's, yeah. it's, it's a fun movie. So I would check out Batman Ninja if you get a chance. And one thing that was not a great movie. So this isn't pick of the podcast. I know we said a long time ago we would do something like the to don't list. Yep. I saw Murder on the Orient Express. Speaking of not Johnny Depp. No, sucked. Like, I love the idea. I know it was a book, and I know it was a, another movie. I hadn't read it or seen it, so I went in not knowing what to expect. I was like, ah, oh, this looks like Clue on a train, so I it's should love it. It's a whodunit. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a whodunit, but not for me. Not, not for you. Not, not kind of a slow burn and just sluggish. I would, love, I would love to see Johnny Depp just act Yeah. at some point, you know, and not do like a quirky... Like, he's not British. Like, stop doing the no, British thing. Like, stop doing... Uh, you know what I mean? Daisy like, Ridley's in it. It's got a good cast, but it's just... it's Don't see it. It's not very good. Yeah. Uh, my pick of the podcast, Richard, and this is this comes with a, a caveat, too. Mm. So I finally listened to the Marvel Wolverine The Long Night podcast. Oh, how was that? It's awesome. Nice. It's awesome. And so what you have to do, and this is a tip from me to you, um, Stitcher, where it's on Stitcher Premium, um, which you have to pay for. However, Stitcher uh, will give you a free week 
and oh. then you just discontinue it. So I would say sign up for the free week of Stitcher Premium. Um, and it's, it's nine episodes, and they're all about a half hour long. So you can breeze through it. Wait, it's not on iTunes? It's not on iTunes. Okay, all right. So go on Stitcher Premium, get the free week, of, uh, free week and then just stop it once you're done. But you need to listen to The Long Night. It's actually, I'm, Very nice. I'm, it, yeah, it, I've never had like a more like pick of the pod, pick of the pod. I love it. You're getting like raw Wolverine. Like in, in like a story, it's like a murder mystery, and like he's it takes place in Alaska. Oh, I'm excited for he, that. Oh yeah, and he's like a murder suspect, Ooh. and there's these government agents who are chasing him, and they don't, you don't know what government agency they're from. I like it. Yeah, so it's it's really good. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it for uh, this episode of Hashtag Dork. Next week, I have a couple of ideas, Ryan. We had, we had a few that we kind of were finalists for this week, but I had another one. I'm going to throw it out there. You can throw it right back if you don't like it. Yeah. I'm thinking, because Deadpool is in two weeks. Yep. What if we did rated R comic book movies? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I just did like the quick, like, okay, I did like a quick catalog in my head. There's more than you think. There's more than you think, yeah. Because I think it's like, you know, Watchmen, All the Blades, Logan, Crow. Like, there's a, there's a sneaky a bunch of them. So, may, so maybe we'll do that next week. Also, uh, working on a special episode as well with... Uh, Beer experts and friends of the show, Josh Deering and Will Woodward, who have both hosted shows back in the day on the old Hashtag Dork. Uh, we might thank do thank God, because gluten intolerant Davey would not yeah, be able no. to do a beer episode. But I think we might do best beers in New England. So it's going to be a little departure from what we normally do, but I think it'll be a fun episode. So we're going to try to do that next week as well. Uh, there are beer dorks out there. There, there are, are. Beer there dorks are a lot. Out there, and yeah. I, I wish I could be one of them. <laughs> it's okay. You can't, you can't be good at everything, Ryan. It's it gives just, me the, the scooty toots. It, it, it sure does. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. We appreciate all of the reviews on there. Uh, well, at least the, the five-star ones are nice. You can tweet us at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. YouTube, we're going to have a new video. In fact, the video might be out right now. So check youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. And Ryan, where can the people follow you? People can follow me at Arvon D on all, and any and all social media outlets. So please uh, say nice things. You know, don't be a dick to me. You know what I think we need, Ryan, is like a lock, like a closing tag. I know we've done like 150-something episodes. We need something that we say at the end. I don't know what that is yet. Like the Bob Barker, like spay, spay and neuter your pets kind of thing? Yeah. Or, I don't know if this is a free plug, but Ace is the place of the helpful hardware folk. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Richard, I did it again. What? Oh. Uh, I, I, did, forgot to, I forgot to mention our, our wonderful sponsor at Illusion Grips um, for any at all. Uh, your, your most affordable um, gaming controller. I can't think of it right what? now. Just go to Illusion Grips and just right. buy their stuff because they're awesome and they've been really good to us. And, oh. by the way, I have a T-shirt for you and some grips. Thank you. That's a good finish. Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 